Welcome back into the Esports Network podcast, folks. We talk everything and anything esports related, whether that's uh, competitive, non-competitive gaming, businesses, the the mentality side of esports. But always, you got to bring on some uh, some Overwatch action in action. And with the start of the Overwatch League season this year, got to bring on Matt Tasmo Taylor, GM, General Manager for the Dallas Fuel from NV Gaming. How you doing, Tasmo? Hey, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm good, man. It's uh, it's been a been a, a lot of uh, stuff on your plate as of what this past few months, right? Yeah, definitely. It's been a very busy off season, as with every off season, but this <laughs> one specifically was a very long one and a good one, very successful one, of course. Of course. So, Tazwell, you've been the Dallas Fuels uh, general manager since their inaugural season, all the way back in what 2018 ish, twenty seventeen ish. Yeah, I mean, basically, as soon as the, well, before the Overwatch League, I was still uh, managing the MV Overwatch team that became the Dallas Fuel season. So pretty much everything Overwatch I've been from the start, come MV, come Dallas Fuel, uh, and then been with MV for, what, eight and a half years or something like that now. So, yeah. Awesome. So let's let's address the elephant in the room. Everybody wants to to know about, and you being the the GM, it kind of uh, fell to you and, and your team over there. What exactly uh, you overhauled? You revamped the team from top to bottom. What led to the choice to go with this current? Uh, I guess all all Korean, right? All Korean roster. Yep. Yeah. So uh, basically, you know, at the end of last season, uh, you know, we obviously weren't happy with where we were. You know, I always striving to be a very competitive team in any league we're in and any game we're in. And that just wasn't really the case uh, with our roster. I know, like the the team there gave it their all and really tried to to produce the the results, but it just didn't happen. And we realized that this was the time where we could really kind of revamp and uh, and change up our roster. And since then, uh, we basically had the opportunity. The first thing and the first foundation was to look at a, a new head coach and a new coaching staff in general. And um, after talking to Yong, who I was very impressed with near the end of the a season obviously taking up that head coach role um <clears throat> he'd obviously had a lot of respect for rush who was formerly mm-hmm. paris eternal and then went to uh was also former element mystic who was uh incredibly successful contenders roster and kind of just started from there like that was the the main foundation is finding you know the the upper upper side of it with the coaching staff and that was something that we went to have a strong vision with and once we'd noticed that rush was available. It kind of just came from there. It went from there. That's awesome. I, 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 I can't believe you guys got, got him, but uh, what, what attracted you the most to uh, his coaching style, his style of plays, just the way he kind of uh, coaches the players or is it more specifically his strategy or, 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 or game sense? Yeah. I mean, it's a mixture of kind of all of that, right? Um, I think rush, obviously he's, he's been around esports for a long time mm-hmm. uh, before overwatch. He was uh, coaching in Starcraft as well. Um, I believe he coached uh, Life from StarCraft. Oh man, that's and, an old uh, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was old school. Like his first MLG event was uh, that he, he was like coaching was around the same time I started like looking at esports events. So he's been around for the long haul, just as I have. So he um, he off- obviously t- gains a lot of respect from his peers and his players, and also just just everybody in the room with him. He's you know been there, done that, and. His, his success has obviously been proven by multiple successful years in Korean contenders, you know, kind of dethroning runaway at times, you know, who, who was always the dominant force for a long time. And um, just his style of play and like how Element Mystic played and even how Paris Eternal played, they've always kind of 
played around their style and their meta and how they want to play. You know, they're going to play to the strengths of their players and what they're good at. They're not necessarily always going to play the meta comps. Like, uh, for instance, in Korean Contenders, Goats at the time was the big, you know, the big meta, but they were, instead of playing that specific meta, they would play Doomfist, Sombra in, mm-hmm. into Goats. And they were able to make that work where other teams couldn't. So I really like that style of play. I think his 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 way of scouting is very strong like obviously if you look at the element mystic as a team how many players have made it out into the Overwatch league is is i think either number one or number two out of korea mm-hmm. and uh yeah it just goes to show i mean he's had multiple years of success a lot of respect and his strategies and stuff also are able to be a bit more flexible than say other teams Gotcha. And so um, the main focus going into the offseason was kind of just to revamp everything. But really, what was the an area where you could say you guys definitely needed to improve on? Was it was it, you know, the DPS position or, or, or was this move with with Rush kind of the the big one you guys wanted to nail down first and everything else just come down like a domino effect? Yeah. So I think we always had good pieces in our teams and mm-hmm. our rosters before. And I think the hardest part was like kind of just putting. At, at times, I felt like we were just trying to try and make things work uh, and trying to put things, slot things in that would maybe work in bits and pieces here and there, and it just never seemed to properly click. And with the roster that that Rush brings, uh, you're kind of bringing in a lot of players that have played with each other and or and also have also been under Rush at some point in time, mm-hmm. which I think allows for like kind of like good camaraderie and chemistry, and just you know the team overall just feels very. Um, like a well-oiled machine and the fact that it's very much everybody's connected everybody's happy with playing with each other and it just seems like a very much more like a family aspect and i think that's a big thing and and that was something i just felt like we kind of lost our way in last season especially mm-hmm. just we had so many different um opinions on the game so many different different uh ways of how to play it. and it's just you know at times you know we were trying to make it work but at the end of the day i think we just needed a, a hit the reset button and so you know with this new roster you guys have put together <laughs> what is what what growing pains? What changes do you expect have to be made as the season go on? Goes on? Is it you know just a, a matter of getting over the hurdle of maybe a language barrier too, or is it more of just a, a, a technical game kind of uh, style that you guys have to adjust to? Sure. So I mean, obviously, with the recent news of Xe departing due to injury, mm-hmm. um, you know that was obviously a huge blow for us as him being our primary main hit scan DPS. And obviously that was a shame, but health first, and we, you know, hopefully we get to see him again mm-hmm. uh, in in the Dallas View Colors maybe next year. But uh, you know, knowing that, you know, we knew that was going to be a big blow, and it, but it just goes to show how we performed even in week one that we were able to kind of play to our style and be able to like not basically play off meta, like something that Rush is very known for, and being able to do that allows for that more flexibility and makes us very unpredictable in matches. So. As far as hurdles moving forward, obviously, I think the 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 whole of of a hit main hit scan is right now something mm-hmm. that we're working to to change. Uh, we are actively looking um, for a main DPS in that regard, but it's not end all be all. Like obviously, we're able to still compete against some of the top teams in the league just by what we have right now, and I'm very confident in the guys' play. And honestly, I think it seems that this team is very much learning from every match and mm-hmm. it seems to just be getting better and better in the way they're playing. And I think I'm not really worried about growing pains. I'm actually expecting them to be more less pains and more like, you know, honestly just proper growth, you know? And, and I think these guys, you know, are happy to be here. They're, they're working really hard. They're learning from their mistakes. And, and uh, that goes to show with the, 
the really good coaching staff that's allowing to like really point out those mistakes and make sure they don't make them again. Right. And so, like you mentioned, week one came out, you guys, honestly, it, I don't think it was an, an awful showing for you guys. It was a very, you know, five game series against Houston and you, you know, silent defeat LA there. But uh, do you feel any, any pressure coming onto this team? Is, <laughs> is it more just a laid back atmosphere for them or what's, what's their kind of mindset at right now? Sure. I mean, just being on like a Dallas Fuel team, there's always going to be some pressure. I think we've always, we have some of the, we have the best fan base. We have like a very passionate fan base and, you know, they expect the team to do well. Right. And we mm-hmm. obviously haven't been doing that in the past, but this, this year, I mean, there's always going to be pressure to perform. And with the, the, the talent we have, especially, uh, and I think they're welcoming it with open arms and the fact that like, they're going to, thrive under the pressure you know and they're they're excited about uh playing um like i was talking to sparkle a few days before his match he's like oh i'm so excited to play finally because you know he he didn't he wasn't able to play until like midway through the season last year and this year he's gonna have a full season he even tweeted about it how excited he was to have a real start to a season and um yeah i mean like i said the first week i mean personally i think we we made a fair amount of mistakes against houston um i I, all credit to houston they look like a good team this year and um, <clears throat> they they won fair and square at the end of it. But I think we learned a lot from basically at the next day when we played Gladiators, we were able to play our style a bit better. And Gladiators is a great team as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've been put, pent up with the ranking, rankings as high as number one for some people's rankings. So beating them and, and showing that we, we can hang and, and play with the, the best teams shows that we are, are a big threat in the league. And I think we'll continue to show that. And so, I mean, coming out of this weekend, you had teams like Houston, Florida coming out strong, a lot of, you know, two O's and a lot of O twos. You guys are, are right there in the middle one, one. Mm-hmm. What is the, the main, I guess when you guys are scouting, what are you guys looking for against these, I guess, uh, stronger teams that started out the season? I think the biggest thing to understand this year it is going to be the most competitive season yet. Uh, I mean, there are so many talented teams and so many talented rosters. Like it seems like a lot of teams have kind of like shrunk down their rosters or really like hit some of them have even taken hitting the reset button as well, like <laughs> right. in, in a way. And, and there's so much talent in the league right now that I honestly think there's so like, even, even the teams that are, you know, expected to win against X, you know, this and that you're just seeing them being very close matches. I don't think there's many three O's at all, especially in the West region. And even on, in the East region, like you're seeing teams that were dominant last season get three O'd. Like for instance, Shanghai just lost three zero to Chengdu who look really good right now. So I think you're going to see a lot of interesting um, weeks where there's going to be some crazy surprises and really close games. And I was really happy with how it all looked. So, I mean, as far as scouting and stuff, I think the biggest thing for us is, you know, you don't cheat, treat any team lightly right you go mm-hmm. you you prepare just as you would any other team you don't you know you should never prepare i mean obviously you should never do that but it's <laughs> it's a real thing here like even the the lowest ranked team right now technically in the west is the la gladiators just to put that in perspective right um, so right. and never you know never underestimate teams and and really just be ready for anything and that's Overwatch is constantly changing with hero bands and and hero pools and all these things so um, being on top of that is is very important. I mean, the good thing is that the, for the most part, the structure of the season is still not really unchanged, but I mean, uh, it's slightly the same as last season. May Melee is coming mm-hmm. up for you guys. You guys are pretty much playing a few matches leading up to a, a tournament. Um, mm-hmm. Are you liking that kind of style of play so far? I mean, obviously, you're going you're gonna to say, of course, or anything <laughs> like that, but uh, what's the benefit of this kind of uh, playing towards a tournament 
you're done with the tournament, moving on to the next tournament, the next one, the next one after that. Is there is there a real benefit for players? I personally love it. I think you're ramping up uh, so many times to a kind of climactal point of of you know a tournament and that's important that's that's esports for me personally that's mm-hmm. really is esports for me is tournaments and uh you know before what's league started you know we were going to these tournaments we were playing in apex uh, tournaments we were going to like mlg events and stuff and previous with call of duty i think tournaments just make esports in, in that way and you know i know Overwatch league in the first season especially tried to do a longer league format with lots of games and and that was to me, wasn't the same compared to what they're doing now. But huge props to Overwatch League. I think uh, John Spector specifically has been doing a great job of like really kind of listening to teams and, and fans and everything about like kind of making these formats. And it's exciting. Like all those matches this week were exciting, and they they held so much weight mm-hmm. since there's so many so little games in this season uh, leading up to tournaments. I mean, you play four games per uh, tournament, right? And then mm-hmm. if you qualify then you go in there and then you're in hawaii if you make the top two so it's it's exciting it's exciting and i think it's the right way to go i think tournaments just yeah there's so many storylines and so many other things that go through that so would you say it's it's kind of a benefit for you guys i mean you, like you, said, you play four games you get a, maybe a week off uh in between somewhere there and then is, is it just kind of a, a benefit especially for a team like yours who's kind of newly cobbled not cobbled together but newly formed to help kind of uh practice and, and go over those routines or strategies over and over again yeah i think i think it's a strength for for our team for sure i think there's benefits of both right having mm-hmm. a new fresh team and and people look at our team like oh it's all L- element mystic former you know they've all played together but they really actually haven't there's been a lot of different iterations of our roster uh, as far as like the element mystic is is concerned so like some of them were 2017 some of them 2018 some of them 2019 yes some of them may have played together but not all of them so it is kind of still a fresh team like you said and they are learning the good thing is they've all been kind of coached under that same structure that mm-hmm. rush has but yeah, I think it's it's a pro and con. Like having a team with the the structures like the San Francisco Shock and who's been around for, for forever and been showing all that success, adding pieces here and there is also very strong because they're used to used to it as well. But yeah, I think it's a benefit for either side of things, uh, no matter how you cut it. So personally, um, I'm excited about it and like the way we've been learning and adapting uh, to these different. Uh, you know, matters so far has been really exciting and promising. I will say this. It, it did kind of feel kind of tiring a few seasons ago. You had a, a game every weekend leading up into mm-hmm. the, the summer, I guess, uh, half season sp- mm-hmm. split point. And then you go back to playing every weekend after that. It just, I, for me, it was kind of tiring as a viewer. So like you said, I'm super glad to go back into this kind of tournament format where it's just, it, it, it's esports. You're right. It, you're 100% right. It is esports to a T and it's something that we should really focus on i'm glad to see it come back but i mean is it um what's the word i'm looking for is it is it more or less um the the future where we're going towards for overwatch for 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 that for that kind of format to keep going i mean i know you like it you think for the most part is that a, is that a good thing for all teams that pretty much enjoy that kind of build up to a tournament and we're 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 hauling butt to get you know win some cash prizes here and there obviously you know tournaments are all mm-hmm. about that money but is it yeah is it is it fun for you to watch the general manager oh yeah definitely i mean you can even just tell by the viewership of the of the games uh, this this uh this weekend it's like obviously it's the start of the season but like the tournaments in general are just exciting right you get you get these storylines of like people that you know maybe make cinderella runs you know like last year's washington justice they almost made it all the way to the finals uh due to a playoff run and and like you're, you're seeing uh for instance like the powers eternal last year dethroned the shock mm-hmm 
and Philadelphia Fusion came super close, like a bunch of tournaments, yep. but never were able to make it. So there's all these storylines versus just kind of a season long thing. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited. And obviously, I'm really looking forward to once, you know, here's hoping that, uh, you know, the COVID, COVID uh, kind of season ends eventually. That would be great to have events. Uh, and that would just make it even better because it's like, like, imagine seeing some of these games on LAN events. You know, it's oh, like, man. I can't wait to see, like, that Houston shock game was such an electric game. And it's just like, I, I'd imagine just seeing that in a live setting would be amazing. So. Looking forward to whenever that will be. Yeah, man, I still miss that that uh, that first home stand that the, the fuel put on. <laughs> Ugh, gives oh, yeah. me give me gives me a uh, chills in my spine every time I think about it. But hopefully, lands are 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 back at some point after COVID uh, kind of calms down a bit. But I know you guys have been practicing uh, in person, right? You've mm-hmm. been in the office, and uh, the squad's been together. They've been you know having that camaraderie put together, so it's not too too different, right? Yeah, yeah, and even before we came here, uh, even before they they all got here, uh, it, we actually had them boot camp in Korea for two weeks just before, uh, just to kind of have them all play together and meet each other because some of them actually hadn't played together, right? So mm-hmm. it was good for having them there, and it was like a mini boot camp for them to play and practice. And then once they got here, it really did feel pretty pretty easy going. Like as soon as they got in. You know, I personally am learning Korean. I'm taking Korean lessons right now with a few of our other staff members. Obviously, we have our uh, assistant GM, uh, Deer, that also helps the, the players. But uh, it's it's a really good environment here. And uh, for instance, our, our players um, have already gotten their first stage of vaccinations, which is great too. You know, they're really looking, f- you know, and we have a really safe environment here at the office. Um, we've always made sure that... Uh, you know, safety first with everything, you know, making sure we're stick. But it's, it's really great to finally be able to use this office because last year we really didn't get to utilize that. And it's nice just seeing other teams be out the out of the office too, like the Empire guys and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, you know, and being able to communicate with all these people. It's great. So wait, is, is it in Korean? Is it Anyasayo for hello? And I cannot, <laughs> I can't ever figure out goodbye. Is it Anyong? Anyong? I, uh, I forget. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting there. It's not bad. I mean, it's, I'm starting to learn a lot more, um, uh, I can read quite well. Uh, it's just more of the vocabulary I'm trying to pick up. Gotcha. But yeah, Hanyong SEO is definitely it. And then like something like Kamsamnida is like, you know, is uh, thank you. And it's it's a very interesting language to learn because it's very much like how you say it. Yes. Because if you do it in a, like a question, if you say it in a question, it can mean two separate things. And exactly. it's, it's really interesting. And I'm I'm learning a lot from the players as well. They're they're joking around and teaching me some stuff. And, you know, I'm teaching them some more English. So it's great. Perfect. I mean, all, all I know how to say is like, you know, kimchi is there any kimchi here i would love some we we do have a lot of that we actually have a <laughs> korean restaurant that delivers food to us every day so it really helps the players again feel comfortable because you know i understand uh the homesick feeling and uh especially with everything going on it's you know we really try and do our best to make them as comfortable as possible oh, here, man. So. It's korean barbecue sounds so good right now holy mm-hmm. moly You'd never interview with an empty stomach, folks. But anyways, um, <laughs> so <laughs> on, a, on a different topic, uh, the news comes out this past week. Jeff Kaplan, Overwatch director, kind of announces his resignation. Kind of came as a surprise. I, I don't know what your reaction was to that news. I don't know if, if the Overwatch League really pays attention to like the, the, the heads of state, if you will, kind of mm-hmm. moving it back and forth. Yeah, so I mean, we obviously I've known and met Jeff a few times now uh through so the overwatch league was pretty connected to jeff i mean jeff mm-hmm. jeff and the and the dev team in general and team four were really uh instrumental and and we're we're in co- close contact with the league and, and with the teams and the players so it was always great to hear from jeff and stuff about you know what they were trying to do and and jeff really did try and listen to what the players were wanting maybe changed about the game and whatnot 
And, uh, you know, I think he was, you know, always put his heart and soul into the game and really cared about the product. And I think he made an amazing game along with the rest of them. So it, it is a sad loss. I mean, I, I wish him the best of luck for whatever's next for him. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm excited for, for I forget his name now. I should remember Aaron, this, but Aaron the, the new guy that... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What's his name? Aaron uh, Tiller. <laughs> Aaron Carroll. Yeah, I should probably remember that name now. But it's you know it's so iconic that Jeff. You know, it's like the thing. It's like there's so many memes of Jeff out there nowadays. It's so funny. But like, yeah, it's it's exciting to see what they're going to do now from from here. And I'm more honestly more excited about just how Overwatch Two uh, progresses and stuff like that because you know I still have faith in 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 the dev team. And even though losing Jeff is a big blow, I think they're going to go and really work hard and. Overwatch 2 just seems really exciting and seeing some of the stuff that was coming. Um, just really looking forward to that. I mean, even though I think the league will really help with that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even though you're you're still general manager, you know, hoity toity title there, but you're you're also still a gamer mm. at heart, right? Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I, I still play Overwatch, I play a bunch of games, and you know, like I'm I know how much from just like a management side and a team side and and everything else from business side, how exciting like Overwatch 2 is, but just as a gamer, man, like some seeing that some of that stuff there, like the footage that we've already seen, I'm just really excited for like the, it's almost like a revamp of the game as well, right? It's yeah. something that the game uh, is needing because I think it's uh, Overwatch 2 is you know, people were hoping it would be sooner rather than later, but you know, I know they're working hard and trying to make it as best as it can be. And some of the stuff I've already seen is just like you know, it, it's looking really promising. I'm really excited for it. Well, you can't tell, so you've seen though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But what we've all seen, no, no. I mean, at the end of the right, day, right, like, right, uh, right. yeah, at the end of the day, it just does look very promising. I'm excited just because I think, you know, I think the Overwatch League in general is excited too, right? I mean, yeah. uh, that's the that's the plan for it too. It's always good having like a fresh game and and different things. But I think we're also in quite a good spot right now, and just in Overwatch in general, like with the the current metas and stuff, and the the way we have it done with the like hero pools and stuff like that. So it's pretty good. Now it sounds good. It sounds great. I know you guys have the May Melee coming up May 2nd. So uh, if you guys want to tune in on the Overwatch League's YouTube channel, catch it there. Uh, Tazzle, man, thank you for coming on. You, 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 you knocked all my questions out of the park. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess, is that a term in, in out of Europe? I mean, you, you, you've been in the States for a while now. You know, uh, you know I, I, baseball. I, I'm, I'm Americanized at this point, to be fair. But uh, yeah, no, I definitely, yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, oh, quick reaction to European Super League being shut down, pretty much. Oh, uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> awesome. Well, Tasmo, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Follow him on Twitter at Tasmo. He's Matt Tasmo Taylor, GM Dallas Fuel, and I'm Kevin Correa right here on the Esports Network podcast. <laughs>